Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Well, hello, listener, and welcome back to our final episode here at Voice of the Church. Today we conclude our series in Galatians on the topic of gospel freedom. And today we want to think about how the gospel frees us up to serve others in love. And to meditate on that truth, I'll be reading from Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 through 15. And here we read these words. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love serve one another, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Well, there's a story from the Civil War era about a man who went down to the slave auction to buy a young slave girl. And as the young girl looked at the white man bidding on her, she figured he was just another white man who was there to buy her and abuse her. But after the man won the bid, he said to her these words as they walked away from the auction. Young lady, you are free. She said, what does that mean? It means you are free. Does that mean, she said, that I can say whatever I want to say? The man said, Yes, my dear, you can say whatever you want to say. Does that mean, she said, that I can be whatever I want to be? He said, Yes, you can be whatever you want to be. Does that mean that I can go wherever I want to go? He said, Yes, you could go wherever you want to go. And the girl, with tears streaming down her face, said, Then I will go with you. Dear listener, God's grace frees us in a similar way. The love of Jesus frees us from the chains of sin and death and hell and enables us to love God and to serve our neighbor from hearts that have been set free by the gospel. And that's what we consider here in our final meditation here in the book of Galatians. Paul opens this text with these beautiful words to the fellow Christians. You were called to freedom, brothers. And that word freedom is a beautiful summary of Christianity. You know, so many in the world today simply think of Christianity as a set of rules or another form of religion that brings bondage. And that is, of course, a gross mischaracterization of Christianity. There is indeed laws in Christianity, but we follow a Savior who gave his life for our sins to deliver us from the chains of bondage. And even though the way of following Jesus is costly, and requires complete sacrifice. We belong to a Father in heaven who fully secures us and cares for us along the way. It's a glorious freedom that we enjoy. You know, people in the world today love that word freedom. And here in Canada, we thank and praise God for the many freedoms that we enjoy that come at the cost of other people. Today, people are talking a lot about religious freedom and freedom of speech and freedom of expression. Well, what does this word freedom mean in a Christian context, and what does it mean for our lives? Well, Paul shows us in our text that Christian freedom is meant for service. And Paul shows us that there's two ways that we can serve. 
We either serve ourselves and our sin, or we serve others in love. Paul says here, first, don't use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. In other words, don't use your freedom to sin. This is the kind of thinking that says, Jesus went to the cross to forgive me, so now I could live however I want. God likes to forgive, I like to sin, so that's a perfect match. But Paul says no. Later in chapter 6, he will remind us that a man will reap what he sows. And Jesus himself said in John chapter 8, verse 34, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. See, we are free in Christ, not so that we can go back to sin or to the commandments of men, because that is just another form of bondage. But we are free to serve others in love. Now, dear listener, what does God really want for your life at the end of the day? What should your life be about? How should you spend your days here on earth? You know, there are many laws in the Bible, both in the Old and New Testament for Christian conduct. But notice Paul says here that they're all summarized in this word, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. When we become Christians, the Holy Spirit begins to write this law on our hearts so that we love and live for Christ. Paul says here again, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. First, he says, you, that is, redeemed Christian who is set free in Christ. You shall love. Love is not merely a feeling that we have in our hearts, but it's an action that God calls us to. Paul later says, don't bite and devour one another. In other words, don't show hatred, don't act in selfishness, but instead sacrificially and selflessly love others in this world. Paul says we're to love our neighbor. Jesus was once asked the question, who is my neighbor? And Jesus shows us along with the New Testament that our neighbor is all kinds of people. First, our neighbor is our actual neighbor, those that God has put next to us in our neighborhoods or across the street. But Jesus shows us as well that our neighbor is all sorts of people, especially the people who are not like us. And in this command, then, God is calling us to love those who are not like us, to love our non-Christian neighbors, to love our Muslim neighbors, to love our homeless neighbors, to love our neighbors who don't vote like us, our neighbors that don't look like us, or who don't live like us. Paul says here that we're to love them, that we're to serve them, that we're to pray for them, that we're to do good to them in the name of Jesus Christ. And he says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, we're to care for others even as we would care for ourselves, or we're to treat others even as we would want to be treated. See, in Christ, our good works don't contribute anything to our salvation, because as we've been learning, Christ alone is enough for us. But God calls us to walk in good works for the good of others. One man by the name of Martin Luther put it this way, God doesn't need your good works, but your neighbor does. See, dear listener, seasons of life may change with pandemics and lockdowns, but this law never changes for God's people. We are called at all times and in all places to walk in love for our neighbors, for God's glory. And as we conclude our series in Gospel Freedom, we find this great paradox about the Christian life, that we are free in Christ, no longer slaves to sin, death, or hell. But we are to make ourselves slaves of our fellow man. 
because a servant is not greater than his master. And if Jesus came to serve and give his life a ransom for many, we're to follow in his steps as we serve others in love. The gospel liberates us in such a way that we begin to offer this love and service to others freely because we know how much God has loved us in the gospel. Again, drawing from that opening illustration, how foolish it would have been for that young slave girl to reject the man who had just purchased her freedom and to go back to the awful chains of slavery. And Paul says that is what we do when we serve ourselves or when we serve our sin. Instead, he calls us to stand firm in the freedom of the gospel. And so, dear listener, may you indeed stand in the freedom that Jesus has won for you. May you share that freedom to a world that is still in chains. And may you serve one another in love with hearts that have been set free in Christ. It's been a pleasure to consider the topic of gospel freedom with you from the book of Galatians. We hope you'll join us next month for a brand new series here at Voice of the Church. Until then, may you enjoy living in the freedom that Christ has won for his people.